snow. Come on, where is it? Dave, it's your Idaho Central app here. Any chance you're missing a debit card? Let's get that taken care of for you. With ICCU's card control, you can turn any card off with the tap of your finger. You got it. And back on again. Ow, 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 ow. The closest Idaho Central Credit Union branch is in your pocket. Ooh, the gym. Mold stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. In a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, BJ Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Welcome on into a live Tuesday edition, a Taco Bell Tuesday edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Jay Tuss, sports director at KTVB, going to be joining us shortly. I got my uh, SON management hat on today, supporting our friends, the Nicolason family and Taco Bell. So uh, they're our Tuesday sponsor. Make sure you get out and check out Taco Bell. My kids loved it over the weekend on Sunday, so we're appreciative of Taco Bell, our uh, Tuesday sponsor at BNN. And uh, if you're looking for a job, tacobellworks.com. They're hiring and they'll give you half your wages the very next day after your shift. So check them out, tacobellworks.com, and they give a ton of money to Boise State Athletics, so we're appreciative 
of them. This is a live edition on a Tuesday morning. I am still here in Boise, but I am heading to Fort Collins later today. Uh, we're having a little BNN sponsor trip, so we're actually taking uh, Stan Nicolason and Travis Hawks and Matt Boucher and uh, some of your favorites, uh, Shelby Lindley from ICCU. So uh, I can promise you there will be at least five or six Boise State fans behind the bench tonight, and uh, I'm looking forward to Thanks to our uh, sponsor, supporter that won't let me name him. Uh, he's uh, offered up some seats on his uh, plane today, and we'll be heading down to Fort Collins. And so, uh, FYI, the pregame show could be a little iffy. We'll figure that out. They're actually going to tape an interview with Abe Jackson. We'll play that. We'll see if I can jump on live from Moby Arena, but uh, not 100% sure on the timing. We do hope to have a little bit of a postgame show before we uh, head back to Boise, and then I'll be live tomorrow morning uh, with John Mallory at 9 a.m. But uh, full coverage from Moby Arena. Just don't know what time and if we'll get a live pregame show or not, but uh, we will have a postgame show. It'll just be a little shorter than usual, um, and uh, we'll have full coverage, Twitter, everything else uh, from Moby Arena. Really looking forward to it. Uh, should be a great game. Uh, battle for two teams fighting still for a Mountain West Conference title for an NCAA tournament berth. A lot on the line and should be fun. Uh, at uh, Moby Arena in Fort Collins tonight. We bring in our man, Jay Tuss, sports director over at KTVB. Uh, Jay, appreciate your time, man. Uh, game day and, and always uh, always fun waking up knowing there's a Boise State game to watch tonight. Yeah, and it's uh, as you said, it's kind of a big one. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Boise State, you know, they're, they're in a pretty good spot right now. You feel BJ, 7-2, and two, halfway through conference play. They're 4-0 on the road. Um, and they got... I would say they're almost playing with house money right now. I mean, they're not going to admit that, but in the conference title race, if you're 4-0 on the road, you've done you've done some serious damage. Now, they have dropped two at home, so there is that to consider, but it just, it feels like Boise State is in, a, uh, is in a nice spot right now as they head down the home stretch, in my opinion. Yeah, looking forward to it again. Going to be a, it's a whiteout tonight at Moby Arena. I looked on their uh, website. Not sold out yet. Uh, they've got some seats available in the upper sections, but it is a whiteout and should be a, a good crowd. But uh, I was looking it up, Jay, and I know I'd remembered a couple of them of recent years, but Boise State has actually won five of the last seven games at Moby Arena. So uh, they've actually had a little bit of success going down there. They got uh, the court stormed on them a couple years ago after they had mm -hmm. clinched the Mountain West Championship and kind of were playing with house money, had nothing on the line really in that last game and David Roddy and company uh, I think clinched the number two seed and they stormed the court on senior night for them uh, but uh, last year Boise State was able to get a win uh, and they, they've actually played pretty well they split the two games the, the COVID year uh, down there but uh, five of seven if my math is correct going back to 2018 and coming off that win at the pit I mean I don't think any arena the rest of the season is going to feel like some impossible daunting task if you can win at the pit uh, I think Boise State's coming in with a ton of confidence to this one. I agree with you, BJ. Um, I, I think that if you win at the pit, you can pretty much uh, win anywhere. And so um, they should have a, a boatload of confidence going down to or going over to Fort Collins and and taking on a Colorado State team that I, I think they actually match up pretty good with. Like we saw that here in Boise. Uh, the Broncos pretty much controlled that game. I mean, I, I don't feel like that game was, you know, really felt like it was ever in jeopardy. And you look up, and I think the, the final margin of victory was seven points, but to me it almost even felt more than that. I I, I called that game, and it just didn't seem like um, Boise State was ever really threatened in that game. So uh, that was a nice victory for the Broncos, and it should give them confidence going over there, and, and uh, you know, it will be a little bit more of a hostile environment. Uh, it, it's interesting. I know that you know this, BJ, but, you know, when we, we consider, you know, best road venues, or let's call it this, best home court advantages in the Mountain West Conference, I – I think there are, I mean, 
some might not like this, but I think there are three that are kind of up there by, you know, that, that are in that, that tier one category. Um, and I, I think respectfully Boise state, you know, I think they're knocking on the door of that making it, uh, you know, four teams in the tier one category, what they have done over these last few years, they have made Boise state basketball, um, an entertainment or like a, you know, something, a spectacle to go watch. Like it's fun. There's, there's more than just basketball to watch. Like they've done a really good job and, and that's evident of 12,000 plus and back-to-back games. But, uh, we were texting the other night and I think we need to consider that, that tier one, if you're okay with me saying this, I think you have the, the pit, you have the spectrum in, uh, in Logan, and then you have, uh, Viejas Arena, in, you know, in San Diego. After that, I think Boise State leads off that second tier. And then Moby is right up there, too. And the reason why, you know, that's such a hostile place is because the fans are just so close to the court. And I, I think it's kind of an interesting move that, you know, uh, a lot of road venues, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, BJ, uh, they, they seem to kind of put, you know, the the team's fans behind them. So, like, maybe Boise State would have a section behind Boise State's bench. Not when you go to Moby Arena, right? Well, they have a little bit of spots over to the side a little bit, but there certainly is some opposing fans right behind their benches. Well. Right behind yeah. the bench. It, yeah. it, it's pretty hostile from my understanding. Oh, yeah. I mean, last, last year they had a, a drunk guy yelling at him all game, and there mm-hmm. was some uh, support staff members after the game. They had to hold this guy back. He was, like, trying to challenge Leon Rice after the game. Uh, they, they've had some incidents there for sure. Yeah. So it is, it's not an easy place to go win. Uh, you tweeted this out after your alma mater lost. I assume that that's what you were implying when you said it's really tough to win on the road in college basketball. And after Kansas has that epic win where they just absolutely blow out Houston on Saturday, they have to turn around and play on Big Monday, go to Little Manhattan for a rivalry game, and they lose in overtime. So it, it, it's, you just, I've said this again and again, you just can't take winning on the road for granted if you can do it. It, it it's something that is special and it means you had a special team yeah by the way uh, all these mountain west coaches complain when they play like on a wednesday and then a saturday they still get two days yeah. off like try the big 12 and some of these conferences where they play saturday monday uh it, it, it the turnaround is crazy um and yeah it that last night just proved it man kansas state had no business winning that game but they had a hostile crowd they rattled them and playing on the road is just a different animal and mm-hmm. i would say the thing about moby is like if it was sold out every game and rocking like i would say if it was full when it's full it is like you know right up there probably pushing into that first tier but they just don't sell it out every game and so tonight not expected to be a sellout but we'll see with the whiteout and you know how loud the crowd can get that game a couple years ago and Boise State had already clinched the Mountain West title like I said when they stormed the floor that game mm-hmm. was incredible and super loud and was a great atmosphere um, but they don't have maybe the the constant noise that like the pit has or some of these other arenas where even the random possessions they're making noise cheering whatever so it's a solid arena I like going to Fort Collins it's a good time they play well at home. Colorado State plays much better at home. I think their their yeah. only loss at home this year is to St. Mary's, and that was a very, very, very uh, close game. They lost by three, um, mm-hmm. but they're they're eleven and one at home overall, and they're four and zero at home in conference play. So they're they're you know it, it, it we're seeing it all across the board. I know Boise State dropped a couple at home, and other teams have, but for the most part, the home teams are taking care of business here, which is why you kind of said they're playing with house money. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a path. There, there is a path 
to still get to the NCAA tournament if they lose both these games. But you, oh, yeah. you, would, you would love to get one. You know, obviously, you'd love to get both. But I think if you could get one, and as you said, Leon Rice may not admit it, but if uh, you know, you told him right now you'd get a split this week, he would probably take that. And mm-hmm. I will say this: I think the game you'd rather win if you had to pick one is Saturday because that would be the uh, tiebreaker situation. And if you lose Saturday, it's going to be really hard to win the, the to win the title. Um, yeah. But you're going to have to finish. You can't finish in any sort of tie with Utah State. And if you do, break, so yeah. as, as long as you're tied with Utah State, you're basically one game out of first place. Yep. You'd be two back with uh, seven to play if you lost on yeah. Saturday. Um, and that's not even saying with what happens, you know, tonight. Um, but yeah, so I, if you had, but, but that would be a little tough to lose tonight and then go into Saturday, like saying you need to win this one. I don't think they do. It'd be nice. Um, and you know what? With what we saw, like, Losing to Utah State and then at home and then beating, you know, New Mexico at the pit. That's probably what might happen. They lose tonight. Everyone starts freaking out and then they go win on Saturday when no one says they have a chance in Logan. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody should freak out about any of these road games. Uh, You know, this fan base, man, there's going to be people. Oh, here comes the here comes the February slide. Here comes this. You know, it's coming Four and oh on the road in in Mountain West Conference play. They're the only undefeated team on the road in, in Mountain West Conference play. So there's no reason to. Uh, yep. Freak out if, if if Boise State. I'm not predicting they're going to stumble twice this week, but if they were, I think it's very reasonable because they're five and a half point underdogs tonight. They're probably going to be at least five and a half point underdogs, I would assume, in in Logan on Saturday. Uh, if they win tonight, maybe that line shrinks a little bit, but I, I they're still going to be underdogs against Utah State. So you know, I, there's no reason to you know hit the panic button if if this week doesn't no. go well. And no then you doubt. look at it, and and this is like. Man, this is where you just kind of, you know, bite your teeth or what I don't even know. Like th- this is like the week you just got to grind through, man, because if you get through this week, finally an unrelenting schedule eases up on you just a little bit. I mean, really the rest of the month of February is yeah. is about as manageable as it gets in in the Mountain West Conference for uh Boise State. The toughest game you probably have left the rest of the month once you get through this Saturday, February 10th. Um, is probably going to Laramie. And, you know, Laramie, the, the, Wyoming's done some nice things this year under Jeff Linder, but I would still say Boise State's the superior basketball team in, in that matchup. So if they can get through this week, it actually looks pretty good for them through the end of the month. And that's yeah. why, as you said, BJ, if 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 they do, you know, pick up a win or two this week, you assume, um, and I know what happens when you when you assume, but – uh, you know, they probably go into March with with three losses in conference play, and then they got Nevada, New Mexico, and San Diego State to really dictate and determine the league title. But um, you know, from the jump, we've said that the winner of this league, I, I think, is going to have four, maybe five losses. Four is probably the most likely number at this point. Yeah, but if, but that that will put Boise State in in title contention. If uh, if they're able to, you know, somehow grind through this week and get a uh, get a win or two. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, you know, if they lose both, like I said, they have those four winnable games. You mentioned San Jose at home. You also mm-hmm. have Fresno at home. Then you mentioned at Wyoming at Air Force. You, you should be able to win those four. You, you know, Nevada and New Mexico, I get them. They're both going to be tough games, but they are at home. Yeah. So you have to feel like those are winnable games at mm-hmm. home. So if you if you were to drop both, you do put a little pressure on it because you essentially would need to win both of those Nevada New Mexico yeah. home games. Then you'd go into San Diego at thirteen and four, and I think we all said thirteen and five would be good enough in this mm-hmm. league. They'd, they'd go into the conference tournament with nine losses. Uh, you're looking at a tenth loss, you potentially in the conference tournament. But 
your, you know, 10 losses with their strength of schedule, their record, their quads. I think they're probably okay. Um, mm-hmm. so if you lose both this week, you do put a little pressure on having to beat Nevada and New Mexico at home, but um, they're both at home. So I think that's man, you, know, you feel okay about that. But as yeah. I said, if you, if you get one, just one this week, you basically can could could afford to stub your toe against one of those two, Nevada or New Mexico. And I'm just assuming mm-hmm. the San Diego State game's a loss, which isn't, you know, not for sure, but I'm just just to play the percentages here if, if you want to hey, let's play the Ken Palm percentages. Ken Palm yeah. Ken Palm probably says that's a loss. Yes. And by the way, I want to get into the uh there's some good Mountain West games tonight that I do want to talk about yeah. a little later. But just just you mentioned the five and a half point spread. I find it very odd that the exact same five and a half point spread is Nevada at Utah State. What what are your thoughts on that? One I I would think Boise State has a better chance to win at Moby than Nevada has to win at Utah State, personally. I, I absolutely think that's the case. I don't know so. if Boise State's spread should be lower or if Nevada's spread should be higher. But I, I, I that, that that you're Sounds essentially like you're to put your money where your mouth is, but <laughs> I know it's different, and I know it's uh, yeah, and I know it's you know, it doesn't just mean that's how many they expect them to win by. It's yeah. for gambling purposes and all that. But to essentially have the same number and make it I, I, to make it look like that Nevada and Boise State both mm-hmm. essentially have the same chance to win. I know that's not how it works. It's it's about what side people are going to bet on. I just found that a little interesting because I would give Boise State a better chance to win tonight than Nevada. Absolutely. I, I would totally agree with that. So that was something that kind of stood out to me um, when, yeah, you kind of saw the, the lines released. And again, there's clearly people that are way better at setting those lines than we are at determining what side of those lines to be on there, BJ. But um, yeah, that, that was surprising to me because I, I definitely think Boise State has a better chance to win uh, in Fort Collins than you look at Nevada going up and, and trying to pick up a victory in, in Logan. I just, I, man, I, I don't know. If I'm, maybe I'm just seeing it wrong, but that's my opinion. You know, Nevada's been okay away. They're, they're three and three on the road this year, but Utah State's a perfect 10 and 0 at home. Um, and you look at Colorado State, their one blemish at home is against St. Mary's, a team that Boise State beat on a neutral court. So I don't know if we're, if we're just, again, Kind of throwing the transitive property thing out there again, you would assume that Boise State has a better chance to win tonight than than Utah does. Excuse Let's me, than, uh, sorry, than Nevada does. Let's go back before we go forward first. Yeah, I want to take a quick ninety second timeout. But you were on the call for the Air Force game. I want to talk, you know, the last uh, two games, I guess, but in particular Air Force, what we saw, what we like, and why there should be some confidence uh, going into this week on the road. We're back in ninety seconds here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is rowpaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Dot com.
Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone. Get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. Back here live on Bronco Nation News. I'm going to turn this back up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Let us know, folks. We got a text that maybe the sound was a little low, but it might just been Johnny being a whatever to us. Uh, let us know. hope you can hear Jay and I, okay. If either one of us is too loud or, or uh, too soft, let us know. We'll try to uh, even that out. But uh, mm-hmm. we got some comments here, Jay, I want to get to. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Don't expect Boise State to win both these games, but expect them to be closely contested regardless. Two huge steps forward last week. Uh, I genuinely think we can win both these games. They're going to be hungry to avenge the home loss to Utah State. Um, how does winning at the pit last week and, and what we saw these last two games – I mean, that offensive performance against Air Force Jay was historic. Um, as Sam says, the team improvements the last two games makes me feel like uh, no one that plays BSU is positively safe. Um, how has the last two games and them potentially looking like they're, I don't say peaking, but starting to move in the right direction and, and be this team that Leon Rice and a lot of us thought they could be, um, how does that change the outlook for this week with what you saw on Saturday? I think they are starting to trend in the right direction, BJ. I think that they they're on their way to peaking. I mean, I, I think the truly peak, I, I know that that would suggest that, you know, you have like a, that one high point in your season, but I, I do think you, that means like in, as it pertains to this stuff, doing it in multiple games in a row, you know, kind of like the, in all honesty, like the run that New Mexico went on at home where it was like three or four games in a row where they were just smashing teams. Right. And, and so I, I think that Boise state is kind of maybe starting to enter that, that type of danger zone for uh, for opponents that play Boise State. The the performance on Saturday, man, was at, I mean, it was nothing short of remarkable. I for for them to put up ninety four points on I think it was fifty nine possessions. Um, it's as good as it gets offensively. There there were there they averaged more than one point six points per possession. And I know that you brought this up, but just to address it really quick, I mean. For perspective, that's something that you would see for a team that like goes on a run in a game, right? Like, you know, you, you see them use this like five minute window where they go on, you know, like an 18 2 run and they're averaging 1.6 points per possession. Boise State did that for an entire basketball game. And that included even at the end, like the last three or four minutes, just kind of milking the clock a little bit, right? Yeah. So for, for that to happen, man, like, um, just an absolutely incredible offensive performance. I don't care who you do it against because to average 1.6 points per possession, I mean, people could give you open layups and that would be, <laughs> that would be yep. tough. Well, the goal is one, the goal is one point per possession. Usually if you're above yeah. one, 1. 1.0, you're in a pretty good shape to potentially win the game. 1.1. 1. 1, I mean, mm-hmm. 1.2 is considered outstanding. 1.6 is literally unheard of. Yeah. And that's why I, I just don't, with all due respect to Air Force too, I don't know how they they almost won at Colorado State this year. I mean, it took a little last second 
Miracle. I, I think it was. We were what there game was, were we watching that at? We were uh, we were at Boise State, uh, yeah. UNLV maybe U, or UNLV, something. I think yeah. it was UNLV. It was and, a steal with ten seconds left, and then they tied it up, or there, or UNLV or uh, Air Force would have won that game. Yeah, and then it goes to overtime, and and Colorado State wins by nine or something like that. But yep. man, Air Force had every opportunity to pick up that victory in Moby Arena and just couldn't quite close it out. And so that's the same team that Boise State just blew out by. 38 points i know that the offense gets a lot of the credit but the defense should too uh not i i don't you went back and watched bj i don't recall boise state allowing a single back cut all game and that's there was one heard. that i think got blocked or something or there was Mark Stanley. yeah, yeah. But, there, but they, yeah, but they didn't they allow it. it nope well they got content with jacking up threes because they made a couple at the beginning of the game and they just yeah. kept letting fly and you knew that wasn't gonna i mean it was 27 it was 25 or whatever and you knew that, it, that they, there was no way they were gonna make 23s or whatever and just keep it going and that was kind right. of their offense for a good portion of the game and they just don't have the type of athletes that most teams in this league have and that's how they have Obviously, to win they don't, the they don't have the depth either like you could tell like when when they came out in the second half air force they, yep. they looked gassed. I don't want to say they gave up, but yeah, they're in the second half when Boise State, it was a 50 to 12 run from the end of the first half into the second yeah. half. And they just, they had nothing in the tank. Mm -hmm. But it was super impressive, man. Like, it's like you kind of weigh it. Yes, guy. Air Force. Yes, they're one and eight in conference. You have to take that into consideration. They weren't doing this against Duke. But I mean, it was, you know, yeah. to do the, the, from the efficiency standpoint, to do what they did and, you know, multiple guys hitting mm -hmm. three pointers. It, you know, I'm not sure Roddy Anderson's going to go three for four every game from three, but that was good to see. And obviously, Tyson, we all know what he can do. And I, I said this to Prater yesterday, and I don't know about you, Jay, but I feel like he's kind of having a quiet, solid season. Like, um, oh, yeah. I don't feel like he's had a lot of huge games. I know lately he's had, I guess, four 20 point games in the last seven and he's coming on here, but I, I, I didn't, I don't, you know, he's had a good season. I wouldn't say by any means it was a, a bad season, but I just, I never, I didn't really think like, okay, he's having this amazing season. And then you look up and he's leading the team in scoring. And now he's at almost 17 a game again. And, and, and it's just like, okay, quietly, he is having another really, really good. And, and by the numbers, a better season now than last year, which, you know, we all thought would happen, but you know, he was one for eight down at the pit and, he doesn't really get the criticism. I mean, he had a pretty rough game when they lost to Wazoo um, and, and missed a lot of short shots in the Washington State game that they could have won. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's just because Max is, is, you know, Leon's kid or whatever, it seems like Max is like the one player that gets criticized. And you don't hear much about other guys when they have a rough game getting criticized. I know Roddy Anderson, Jace took a little shrapnel earlier in, in the season, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. I just, I haven't seen very little, if ever, when Tyson has a bad game, does somebody say something negatively about him? And I think it's because A, he doesn't have very many bad games. Yeah. And B, we just know the type of player that, that he is. And for him to go one for eight and only score, I think, four points down at, down at the pit. Um, I know he rebounded, did some other things. I know, as Leon would say, there's a lot more to, to playing yeah. than score, to scoring. But, you know, four points, one for eight, wasn't his best game shooting the basketball at least. And for him to bounce back, I think score on the opening possession of the game for Boise State, assert him, which is what I've been saying for a while. They need to assert him early in games. We've seen him do it in the second half, but he needs to take over more early in the game. 20 points in the first half, finished with 29. I thought getting Tyson going – is also we talk about Max and again good for Max four more threes in the last game that's eleven in the last two games like it looks like he's hopefully settled in and they could obviously use Max being big you know on the road this week but for Tyson to have twenty nine uh, and do what he did after that game and like I said I think that's four of the last seven now with twenty point games that's getting him going would be would be massive down the stretch here I, I agree um, you know the New Mexico game he was asked to do some different things uh he was the guy that brought the ball up the court a lot yeah, you know those true. those New Mexico guards love to get after 
the opposing guards, right? And so Tyson was really kind of utilized in a different role of bringing the ball up the court. So I'm, I'm assuming that at times that affected him in terms of, you know, him him getting to where he wanted to and the rhythm and the flow of the offense. Like, I I bet you that was something you may, maybe Boise State kind of had to sacrifice a little bit there. But, um, you know, still four points for Tyson is uncharacteristic. And even uh, Leon kind of actually brought it up almost after the game when we asked him about Tyson and his success against Air Force. And he said something along the lines of, you know, when you kind of come in, come off of a, of a, of a um, I don't think he said bad game, but kind of implied like a little bit of a down game. Then you just kind of pour into your teammates and you know it's going to come back and pay off. And that's what happened. But, you know, he he's the one that kind of kind of implied that. So um, I'll, I'll go with his words there. And I think that Tyson had an unbelievable bounce back performance. You look at his shot selection and it set the tone, I think, for the entire team, BJ. It yep. was layups and open three point attempts all day, all night. For not only Tyson Dagenhart, but for the whole Boise State men's basketball team, and uh, the, the the shot chart um, that I, I've actually posted it on Twitter after the game. It in terms of modern basketball, BJ. Yeah, uh, and you know, I I I do think there personally is a little bit of a room for a mid range game, depending on you know wh- who you're playing and stuff like that. I do think there is. Jamal Mashburn would say that. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, in terms of what what they did, it just doesn't get any better. I mean it. Everything, every shot, and I literally every shot was either a three-pointer or within five feet of, of the rim, mostly layups against yeah. Air Force. It just it doesn't get any better than that. So if they can try to find a way to replicate that, BJ, you're gonna see that that points per possession number continue to be elevated and, and things like that. And you know, I, I know that Boise State chalked it up to a little bit of of an anomaly but you do go back to that utah state game man and they were three of third or excuse me 13 of 30 on layups and dunk attempts right they're they're perfect on dunk attempts i think but um i know that sounds kind of funny but every now and then there's a missed dunk attempt uh but either way they're they're 13 for 30 on those shots like right around the bucket right yeah and then you look at new mexico and they were 19 of 26 in the in uh against air force those Again, those numbers completely elevated once again, and so um, I, you know, I, I I don't know if it was an anomaly. I don't know if they just had a tough time finishing or or whatever it was. But either way, these last two games they have done it at an elite level, and you see what it, it's resulted in. It's resulted in a road win over the 19th ranked team in the country, and then your your largest margin of victory you've ever had against Air Force. And Max Rice obviously deserves some credit too, man. Like yeah. he he was firing away last week. I think he averaged over 10 three-point attempts per game. Uh going into that game, you know, he was averaging a little over five three-point attempts per game. And you know, two point attempts to, to three-point attempts was was pretty close to even. Uh he'll, he'll always average more threes, but you look at last week, it was like triple the amount in terms of what he was firing up from behind the arc and he was just lethal man like you, you could tell like he was back in it in a in a zone he he's focused right now and oh yeah there was uh, a couple it, at least twice where him, man there was one where he missed one but they got the offensive rebound and he was not afraid to immediately shoot it again yeah. off the offensive yeah. rebound and he yeah. made the second one he, and that that's the confidence you want to see i know exactly the player talking about man he missed a three 
And uh, it was a great shot. Like he he worked his way to an open three point attempt. He's been using his ball fake beautifully. I mean, he's he's always done that though. But uh, he misses a shot. Tyson Dagenhart pulls down the offensive rebound, kicks it right back to Max. He touch, catches it, you know, near the top of the key and lets it fly again. And you're you're right, just buries the thing. And so after going what seven of fourteen against New Mexico from three, he was six. Yep. Or excuse me, four of six from three, I believe, against Air yep. Force. And yep. uh, you know, Cam Martin brought it up. If 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 Max you know, shoots the ball like that more, more saying the, the 35, I mean, they have any player scoring 35. They're going to be near impossible to I beat. Predict if Max Rice has 35 tonight, they will win. Yeah. But, but Cam was saying, man, and when he, when he's on like that, like this team just goes to a whole nother dimension. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I mean, Bronco Ray says, I don't think we've seen a game yet with at least four of the starters all having great games the same night. Um, it's been a different guy, a different night, which is a good thing. You, you don't want to yeah. have just one guy that, you know, if, if you're a Kansas and you have to have Hunter Dickinson and Kevin McCuller each score this many or you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Or, or frankly, if you're a, a Colorado State, you, you need Stevens to score his 17.6 average or whatever, or it could be a tough night. Like, there's teams that rely a lot more on one guy. I, I think that is the nice thing about Boise State, where if it's foul trouble, if it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think that's always been, Jay, over like my 11 years here for the most part. They've had balanced teams, and you have yeah. the Derek Alston, you have the Chandler Hutchison, some of these individual stars that'll average their you know seventeen or eighteen points. But for the most part, they've been a team balanced in, with three or four or five guys, the Najee Smiths of the world that can get ten every game, but but may have a game with twenty two or or that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of how Leon Rice likes to have it. But this year in particular, when you you literally could have. And I mean, maybe they've already done it. If they had four guys go for at least 20 in a game this year, I mean, they've had Buzo do it. I think that uh, Stanley has done it. Obviously, oh, yeah. uh, Max oh, yeah. and Tyson have now done it. So to, to know that you have four guys that on any given night could bust out for at least 20 points. Um, and, and now we're starting to see Max get it going. We're seeing, you know, all these guys get it going. I, I think, you know, Stanley is continuing to do it. That's why I think if you're a Boise State fan and you're looking at whether it's tonight, whether it's Saturday, whether it's just, the trajectory of this team moving forward here. Mm -hmm. You can get those four guys, and then you're talking about Roddy Anderson's improvement. He was three of four from three in the last game. What Cam and Jace are doing coming off the bench. Heck, what Kobe Young is now doing coming off. I mean, no, he's not much of a scorer, but he's doing a lot of things. Like It just seems like that right now, um, I don't know if you could be feeling any better going into this game tonight with how they're playing. And again, I know part of it was Air Force. You got to take a look. You have to, you have to factor that in. They were one in seven in conference. Well, they didn't factor but, in that they that the Colorado State. That's true. That's true. You know? but, I, but I guess my big point is to have four guys that all mm -hmm. seem to be feeling good, clicking, and and you know you know you know Buzo and I feel like Buzo is so steady. You're going to get anywhere from twelve to sixteen out of him. I feel like Stanley is now pretty much guaranteed to get around a double double every game and i just feel like this team is in a nice spot where you've got four guys that are a real threat out there on the floor at any one time i could not agree more uh omar stanley is a legit double double threat every single night he steps on the floor in mountain west conference play he's averaging 15.4 points and nine rebounds um you look at Chabuzo Abo. So, so there's one, BJ. You can just kind of assume that Omar Stanley's going to flirt with a double-double, right? Assuming um, he stays out of foul trouble, but yes, he's doing a better job of that of late. But he's done a much better job of that recently. So uh, you consider that. You consider the fact that, um, you know, Chabuzo Abo, man, he is – he. I, I I do think he's got more credit this year, but I still don't almost know if it's enough credit this year. He scored in double figures in 16 straight games. Uh, the, the last time he failed to score in double figures was in November against Butler. 
I mean, he he is just night in and night out, like a very, very consistent player. Um, you throw on the fact that uh, Max Rice is capable of, I mean, he's been a consistent scorer, but uh, he's capable of of going for 30. And it's funny because prior to the Utah State game, when I was talking with Danny Sprinkle, he brought it up. He's like, man, Max can go for 30 in a heartbeat. Uh, Tyson Dagenhart, we want to talk about consistency. Like, he's the poster child for for consistency in terms of what he does. So. Yep. It's the the thing that makes this team dangerous. I think BJ is like in the past when we talk about guys, you know, it was a new guy every night. It seemed uh, it almost had to be, but in this case, like there's four starters that like, I think you can pretty much, you pretty much know all those guys are going to score in double figures. Right. So who can be the guy that just goes a little above and beyond. And I, it's just, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're just a really tough, tough team man and i i think that they're starting to round into form a big reason why they're starting to round into form is because now they finally are getting you know production and uh consistency from the bench whether it be cam martin andrew meadow uh we you know jace whiting for sure and then even kobe young kind of came out of nowhere and was that was uh a huge spark for the broncos against air force when he came into that game man they were down by two. It was 27 to 25. And by yep. the time he left the game, because Leon started him in the second half, uh, it you know, they went on a 28-8 run with, with Kobe Young on the court. So it was, it was impressive. It, yeah, impressive. I just, you know, there I I I I'm now realizing as we're 34 min- minutes into this, I've definitely complimented Boise State quite a bit here, almost to the point now where it is feeling like, man. Uh, Neat Clifford for for Colorado State. You want yes. to talk about an efficient score? Check out that guy's save, save, save Colorado State team. for the final segment here. I want to we'll we'll, right. we'll, spin it, we'll spin it back forward here in a second. I do want to thank a couple more of our sponsors, and also want to throw in uh, we are Jay at the end of the show here going to give away uh, we're one of our Tuesday giveaways here. We have a Michelob Ultra golf bag to give away. We have some Taco Bell gift cards, a couple gift cards to the James. So uh, don't go anywhere. At the end of the show, we are doing a giveaway uh, today for some cool items, and uh, you got to be a yearly subscriber so you got 10 15 minutes here if you want to jump in a yearly subscriber to bnn use that promo code bnn 50 deal you get 20 dollars off and you're entered to win all of our prizes okay i want to thank a couple sponsors and then we'll get back to the show here lithia ford of boise winner is here the slopes are calling and lithia ford of boise is loaded with snow ready vehicles dialed in to get you to your winter adventure destination at lithia ford of boise we're here to get you there visit us today or shop online lithiafordboise.com where ford begins in Idaho. Our friends at Taco Bell, SON Management. Again, I'm sporting the hat today. Looking forward to seeing Stan Nicolason at the Boise State game today. Heading over to Fort Collins this afternoon. TacoBellWorks.com. If you're looking for a job, they got a ton of cool options, and one of which you can get up to half your wages the very next day after your shift. So if you need some quick cash, looking for a job, the uh, Treasure Valley freestanding Taco Bell stores would love to uh, hire you. And so you can head on into any location and fill out an application and and, uh, get started quickly. And again, they donate hundreds of thousands of dollars to Boise State student scholarships. They do so much for the community. And oh, by the way, the food's pretty darn good as well. So check them out, tacobellworks.com. And uh, Rain's family's loving our weekly trips to Taco Bell, and you will as well. Again, thanks to the Nicolason family, SON Management, and Taco Bell. Transportation Compliance Service, speaking of jobs, they're hiring as well. Transcomservice.com. If you're looking to get into the trucking industry, uh, they can help you every step of the way, whether it's the DOT permits, the overweight permits, whatever you need to get 
out there on the open road. They can help you and do it in uh, no time. So check them out, transcompservice.com, and they'll help you with the permits and things. And lucrative uh, business right now, the trucking industry. Check it out at transcompservice.com. The Blue and Orange Store, I'll be seeing Travis Hawks today as well as we head over on the uh, jet to Fort Collins. Looking forward to catching up, hanging out with Travis. The Blue and Orange Store.com, all your Boise State gear and apparel, whether it's the NIL shirts, sweatshirts, hats, you name it, bumper stickers, car flags. They've got it all, kids. Males, females, everything. The, the, you walk in, it's just a palace for Boise State fans. Well, I got a lot of deals and things going on right now. You can check the racks up at the front. So the Blue and Orange Store there at the Boise Town Square Mall. If you're uh, not in the Boise area, you can order online, theblueandorangestore.com, and you get free shipping for any order over $40. So make sure you check it out at theblueandorangestore.com. And our friends at Bronco Brew Coffee. Remember, broncobrew.coffee. You purchase coffee from them, and you're helping out Boise State Athletics. You're helping out the NIL game because you can pick the athlete you want, and two or three bucks right from your purchase goes right into the pocket of an athlete at Boise State in the NIL game. So delicious, roasted-to-order coffee. It's not ordered until, or it's not roasted until you purchase it. Uh, my wife did it the other day and had it at her doorstep in literally 24 hours. Coffee tastes great, and I highly recommend it. Check them out at broncobrew.coffee. And our friend Dave over at Lean Feast, he's got some NIL deals going healthy eating. Jay, I'm down about uh, 12 pounds in the last month or so. I uh, had ballooned up a little bit after the holidays, so I'm back on track and it is due to lean feast. So we appreciate Dave and his staff over there. Healthy eating, awesome meal prep, two minutes in the microwave and you're eating shrimp and steak. And uh, I highly recommend it, especially folks that uh, don't have time to, to cook a food or, want to, or cook a meal or don't want to go out to eat every day if you work. Perfect to put in the microwave at the office and uh, fully customizable, leanfeastmeridian.com. Check them out. Highly recommend our sponsors, Lean Feast, out there on uh, Eagle Road near Eustick. And uh, healthy eating, and it's helping me, and uh, certainly can help uh, you as well. So, Jay, we got the uh, giveaway coming up here in 10 minutes or so. But uh, as we uh, finish up our portion of the show with you here, um, we, we spin it back forward here. And I mentioned, you know, you got four games in the Mountain West tonight. And you got San Diego State at Air Force. I don't expect that to be... Uh, any kind of a game, but you never know at Air Force, always at least keeping an eye on, I guess. Uh, just But what we saw on Saturday, I wouldn't think that they would go down there and lose that game. Uh, Fresno State at San Jose, uh, you know, certainly a kind of interesting game, two of the lower teams uh, in, in the league there. But the three big ones, New Mexico at Wyoming. Um, according to ESPN here, the, the spread is already back up to 10 and a half. Um, that seems very high for me for, I mean, that seems super high for me. There, there's no way if I was, you know, if Boise State was going to Wyoming and the spread was 10 and a half, I would tell you to bet your life on Wyoming. I mean, I think I think New Mexico can win the game, but I'm not sure they win by 11 points. We, we've we seen, you know, uh, Wyoming's only lost one home game all year, and they, they've beaten a lot of good teams in there. So that seems very high to me. That's certainly a game. I wish it was like at 8 or 8.30. Maybe I could get our private jet to stop in Laramie for the second half on the way back or something. But I think that's Humble a drag. I think that's a 6.30 tip-off. Um you have to. I mean, I have to do it as many times as I can, Jay. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> when, when you when you have a sponsor nice enough to give you a free ride on a private jet to a basketball game where you can leave at like four o'clock and be back in mm -hmm. your house before midnight, I'm going to brag about that all day long. So I, uh, agree. Right. I agree, man, dude. I go for it. And this one, we are taking a few more. of our sponsors. We're taking a few of our sponsors, as I said. So this is a BNN sponsor trip. So the the pre and post game coverage may be a little different than usual, but uh, we'll still have plenty of coverage from Obi Arena. Looking forward to getting over there. But the point being, that's going to be a game. That I think it's a six thirty start. Mountain West Network. A lot of Mountain West Network games uh, tonight, which are a little surprising that all these games couldn't get any of them on uh, regular TV. I think Nevada, Utah State is going to be a great game. Boise State at Colorado State. New Mexico at Wyoming. 
right now, you know, six of the teams in like the top seven or eight spots, Jay, all battling, and they're all on the Mountain West Network tonight. Uh, no disrespect to the Mountain West Network. You, you did a great job on the call this year. I'll call in a lot of those games, but for, for this league and this exposure, you would like to have seen at least one of those games uh, get on national TV. And, and, and the trade-off is all three of those games are essentially starting at around the same time, 6.30 or 7. Uh, so you have to do some scoreboard watching and changing around. But uh, any of those what, other games, what, not what, the Boise State game, the other games, do they stand out to you at all? What game is on TV tonight? Uh, there's only like one game, and it's not a Mountain West game. I don't know. I'll have to check on that. But I think it's uh, I think it has something to do with the Super Bowl. There's just a lot of Super Bowl coverage on CBS Sports Network and, and Fox this week. Wow. Yeah, I'll check it out while we're talking here. Okay. Um, I you bring up your sponsors. I actually wanted to give Bausch a shout out because, um, I really agreed with one. I he 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 hit the nail on the head with one of his tweets after the game where, um, he said something along the lines of every single guy that played in that game for Boise State against Air Force like played really really well. Like, I, there's not a guy that played in that game that you could point to that was like, nah, he didn't, he didn't play that good. Like every single guy <laughs> played extremely well. So um, maybe that's him predicting it was going to happen, I guess. Um, also, hey, he, 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 man, he came Bausch, too, man. Bausch, we just, one more thing. Bausch ain't skipping arm day right now. No, he's not. But he deserves some credit too, man. Him and Mark and a lot of those, uh, there was about 15 Boise State. I mean, it was all red, all white, and there was a little tiny group of like 10 to 15 Boise State fans right behind the bench. Mm -hmm. And they were going crazy, making noise. And so I think uh, I think Bowser deserves a little credit as well for for bringing it in the stands. And I know he's he was already up at 5.30 this morning tweeting about it being game day tonight. So I know he's excited to uh, get over to Fort Collins tonight and do it again. This it. It might sound silly because we're pointing out just a couple of people in the stands, but his—I I think it speaks volumes, man. He—he's—he's uh, he, he's definitely played his role in in helping build this thing. Let's just say that. Yeah, and and you are not going to find a a better person and supporter of mine at Bronco Nation News, but also just of uh, Boise mm -hmm. State, and and uh, I mean he puts his money where his mouth is. He goes to these games, he sits courtside, but he donates a lot of money. He helped get Shibuzo Abo here with a big NIL deal. He yeah. helped get Cam he Martin. Shows up. He, shows he shows up, up. Like but he also. He also doesn't just talk the talk. I mean, he he puts yeah. the money behind it. He donates a lot of money to this program, uh, and he's helped with NIL deals. He helped with Cam Martin and Chibuzo Abo and some other players. And so, mm -hmm. um, I, I I can't say enough good things about Matt Bowser. Yeah. All my spot. That's the one thing I love about Bronco Nation News. I just work with a lot of great people. Like obviously you and and Johnny and. I guess Prater, we can we can say he's a good person, but um, you know, I but but the folks that I work with and Jaden, our intern, and, and and just the staff at BNN does it, you know, part time staff, whatever you want to call you guys, contributors. That makes it fun to go to work, I guess you say, and do these shows. But also all the relationships I have with all of our sponsors, and you see a lot of them, Jay, and we've been at some businesses doing some remotes and things like that, and and seeing them at the games. And I'll tell you what, that game on Saturday, I don't know if you know you were doing the game, maybe it's a little different for you, but it just. Every person I knew, I mean, I, I was shaking so many hands and seeing all kinds of friends and sponsors, and it was just a fun Saturday afternoon. I, I talked to Travis Hawks for a while, and we saw Stan Nicolason, and I uh, was talking to just a lot of our sponsors and Kelly Christensen from Timberstone Golf Course and just 
every person that walked by was somebody I knew. And it was just a, a really fun afternoon on Saturday. And it's just fun to see the, the community getting behind this team mm -hmm. and, and, you know, getting behind uh, Bronco Nation news, frankly. And like I said, that the, the fact that folks are watching this on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter for free uh, is because of our great sponsors and folks like Matt Bowser and, uh, I'm, I'm rambling here, but he was the first person, Jay, that I called when I was thinking about starting Bronco Nation News. And I talked to Matt Bowser and I said, what do you think? Am I an idiot or could I make this work? And would you be willing right now to, to kind of step, say that you're in to help me make this happen? And he and, said yes to all of those, right? Before I'm an idiot. I couldn't even, yeah, yes, yeah, hung up on me actually. No, uh, before before I could even finish my my spiel, he was like, "I'm in, I'm 100, I'm effing in. Let's let's do this. What what do you need?" And he's been a huge supporter of mine, so mm -hmm. I'm very appreciative of Matt and all of our sponsors, and that's why I am, uh, you know, dipping into the coverage plans a little bit tonight to take a few to make sure a few of them get over to the game tonight and have a good time. And Travis Hawks has been another big supporter of mine from day one and helped step up his investment so we could hire Mike Prater to do the columns and things. So. Loving BNN. It's been a lot of fun, and thanks to Matt. But I think the fans that go on the road, there's not many of them, but guys like Matt deserve a little credit because uh, they're, they're showing up and making the noise behind the bench. And I know, that, like I said, there'll be at least five or six tonight uh, behind the bench. But uh, quickly, Jay, we'll finish up on Boise State. But either of the other games, Utah State, Nevada, New Mexico, uh, Wyoming, any thoughts on either of those two real quick? I think that um, Utah State wins comfortably tonight. So go ahead and bet the other way if that's what you choose to do. <laughs> I, I I think they win comfortably tonight. Um, I think that great Ossibor is going to be a big problem for, for Nevada. And I think that Darius Brown is – I think he's just a great point guard. I, I could see Keenan Blackshear presenting some problems with them for, with his height, uh, running the offense for the Wolfpack. But I, I do think that uh, Utah State wins comfortably tonight. Um, Nevada is like the, the interesting one, man, because my, my head says, yeah, that's, that's way too much. That's way too many points to give, um, Wyoming in Laramie, but there is a, a little something, um, that also reminds me that, man, that I, I, you know, Nevada or New Mexico's had some time they had a week off. Um, they're going to be highly motivated and I, I think they match up pretty well with Wyoming. So that, that that's a scary one for me. I don't, I don't really know which way to go with it. Again, I, I would probably lean towards Wyoming at least covering, not winning, but at least that, that's just a lot of points. Um, so that, that's the way that I'd go with it. But I, I do think the best matchup in the Mountain West Conference tonight is Boise State at Colorado State. And uh, by the way, Jay, um, I can say that the only Mountain West game that is on TV tonight is the uh, San Diego State Air Force game. Somehow that is on Fox Sports 1. So um, wow. Okay. So, uh, there is a game Dayton and I didn't see who it was against Dayton is playing somebody, uh, Dayton and St. Joe's. That's a pretty good game. That is at uh, six o'clock on CBS sports network. There's no, I guess they would have had to push the game back to eight and, and could have put it on CBS sports network, but they, uh, they didn't. And so mm -hmm. that's the only, I, I will say the nice thing about, you know, if it is what it is kind of ordeal, um, the seven nice o'clock. I, I will say seven o'clock tip for Boise State. Game wraps up by nine. Everybody's home by midnight, which is probably a nice thing because you got to turn right back around and prepare for, you know, the, the trip to Logan on, on Saturday, which I know the Aggies bust up to Boise State. Um, I do think that the Broncos, we'll just say, are going to have a little help getting to uh, getting to Logan 
um, in, a, in an efficient manner on. Yeah, I don't think know, that's any like secret. They're going to take a couple of different planes, uh, booster planes yeah. and things to get down there. The support but, uh, staff, hey, some of that might say, take a bus, but what, what I'm just saying though, yeah. is that Utah state, they, I, I don't, I mean, maybe they did. I, I don't know. Clearly they, they probably didn't have that, that type of option. So that support is significant for Boise state, especially when you're really operating on very, very condensed timelines with back-to-back road games this week. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, okay, we'll finish up real quickly with uh, Boise State, Jay. Yeah. Tonight, uh, spreads mm-hmm. five and a half. Uh, it, it's certainly a winnable game, and I certainly feel better about Boise State winning it than I did, you know, this time last week before when we're talking as we're, I'm getting ready to fly to the pit. Like, uh, you just think about this last week and what that did to change maybe the outlook and the possibility. I think one and one this week is certainly on the table, and I don't think it's crazy to, to think they could could win both this game, games this week. I, I think Colorado State does play much better at home. Uh, I've got a couple bites from Leon that we'll play on the pregame show talking about that. They 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 do you know every team in this league does, but Colorado State does seem like a little different team at home. Um, just your final thoughts on this matchup tonight and and trying to contain Stevens and Boise State clicking and and uh, what would be another massive quad one road win here? I mean that's what it comes down to uh, is is containing Isaiah Stevens and. When um, I'm, I'm recalling this off the top of my head, BJ, I meant to look it up before the show started, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's spot on. Um, at least at the time when they, they played the last time, Stevens, you know, season low in assists, season high in turnovers. Uh, the Mike Burns effect is absolutely real. And Roddy Anderson played really good in that game to disrupt Isaiah Stevens. Outside of that, I, I do like Boise State's matchups. You know, you could be looking at a Chibuzo Wabo versus uh, Neat Clifford. Um, that's a phenomenal matchup. Uh, I I just I don't think that that uh, you know Colorado State really has an answer for Omar Stanley. Um, so if, if I was probably going to pick a player that you know is going to have a, the best stat line at the end of this thing, I, I probably would pick Omar in this thing. I just I think he is a really tough matchup for Colorado State. So it really just comes down to throwing them off their game a little bit de- um, offensively because they are a very efficient offense and they happen to be even more efficient at home. But if yep. you can kind of disrupt that rhythm, I, I think you you really cut the head of the snake off and make it a little uncomfortable for them. And I just I, I do like the way that Boise State matches up with these guys. The uh, six turnovers is still tied for a season high with from the St. Mary's game. Uh, he did actually only have two assists, though, in their last game against Fresno. OK, uh, well, there so you that go. Is, that is now the season low two assists, uh, which probably the is a little scary thought to think he only had 12 points and two assists. Uh, in his last game that uh, he, he doesn't have back-to-back bad games very often. Um, no. but, uh, should be fun. Looking forward to it, Jay. I'm going to give away yes. some stuff here. We'll keep the show going. Appreciate good, you. Buddy. Appreciate you as always. And we'll talk Friday uh, before a big game in Logan. Sounds good, but I can't wait. Don't get off of here yet until I have the right graphic. There we go. All right. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. There he is. Great to us. Appreciate him for joining us on Bronco Nation News. As I said, we're going to give away some free stuff. If you are a paying subscriber of Bronco Nation News, we sincerely appreciate that. We're doing some uh, weekly or semi-weekly giveaways here to thank you for being a BNN uh, subscriber and supporter. And these are for yearly subscribers. So if you're on the uh, yearly subscription, you're automatically entered into our wheel. And we're going to give away some cool stuff here. And we appreciate you. It's all leading up to our grand prize giveaway coming up here in uh, next week. It'll be next week during the buy. So we're only about a week away. $50 gets you entered in as a yearly subscriber. You get all of the Prater columns, my articles, exclusive uh, shows. You get a daily email. You get full access to BroncoNationNews.com. No, 
no uh, getting hit behind the paywall. And that's only $50 for your first year using promo code BNN50. And oh, by the way, all yearly subscribers, uh, as a thank you to you, have a chance to win the grand prize, which is a trip for two on a private jet down to San Diego for the last game of the season. So uh, it's a unbelievable offer. We're so thankful to our sponsors, Ridley's Family Markets, Bowser Real Estate, the Blue and Orange Store, and Cutwater Spirits for sponsoring this trip. And again, we'll give this away next week, running out of time for yearly subscribers. So dive in now, jump in, subscribe. And in addition to that, you get some cool things such as uh, the giveaway that we're about to do here in a couple of minutes. Also, want to remind folks before we get to the giveaway, reigns at bronconationnews.com. Go ahead and uh, email me to RSVP for the pool party. We are looking forward to that. Cannot wait. It is coming up five weeks from today. I'll be heading down to Las Vegas. I uh, cannot wait to get down there for the conference tournament five weeks away. And if you're coming, we have uh, 15% off links if you want to stay at Circa or the D. And if you don't want to stay there, but you still want to come to the party, we'll, we'll waive your uh, $50 cover charge. It is free, uh, even if you're not staying at the hotel, to come hang out at Stadium Swim for our pool party on Friday, March 15th. And uh, we'll have some food and drinks, uh, light refreshments for the subscribers. Uh, we'll have a cabana. We'll have a, basically a private pool that you see there. So it's going to be a ton of fun with all uh, fans and folks in blue and orange. It's going to be a lot of fun on semifinal Friday. So make plans to join us. It's going to be the spot to be reigns at bronconationnews.com to RSUP and get free entry into stadium swim. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, we'll get back to the comments in a minute. Let's go ahead and do our giveaway. All right. We've got our wheel here, um, as you can see, and I am uh, sharing the screen. We have a cool website we found. What is the website here? Let's look at this. Spinthewheel.com. How about that? Or spinthewheel.app, it looks like. And thank you, Jaden Finch, for putting the names in. So as you can see, all the names are in here. I'm just going to scroll down. I'm trying to scroll down. Uh, and you can see we've got, uh, you know, there's Guy, Dakota Atkinson. There's Troy Ball. We'll scroll down further. John Collins. Who else we got? Keith Dugan. Jared Fitzgerald. There's uh, Ryan Knutson. Uh, we got... Uh, Oh, someone in my family looks like uh, Sally Rains. All right, there we go. My mom, appreciate that. Don Riddle, who else we got? Uh, Todd Soden, Todd Shoemaker. So, all right, uh, Rick Worthington. So we got uh, like 900 names in here. They're all in here. Michael Petrino, one of the uh, women's basketball coaches. We appreciate that. So uh, we're going to start with the grand prize for today, which is a Michelob Ultra Golf Bag. If you do not live in the Boise area or do not know anyone in the Boise area that can take this golf bag, we cannot ship it to you. So uh, you, we will, you'll have to let us know, and we'll trade you out for some gift cards, and we'll pick somebody else. But all right, let's give away a Michelob Ultra Golf Bag. Uh, we appreciate everybody for their subscriptions and for hanging in, and hopefully you're a golfer that wins this. It is going to Carrie McNeil, who I think is a golfer. Carrie McNeil is our winner of the Michelob Ultra Golf Bag. So appreciate that, uh, Carrie, and uh, for your subscription and, and uh, support of Bronco Nation News. So we'll be in touch with you, Carrie. Email us or we'll email you, and uh, we'll be in touch about getting your Michelob Ultra Golf Bag. Now we're going to do $25, or maybe it's $20. I think it's $25 to the James Kitchen and Bar. $25 to the James Kitchen and Bar. If you won one last time, uh, Chris Van Sickle, you're our winner. Chris Van Sickle uh, is our winner on the James uh, Kitchen and Bar gift card. Um, I'll do one more James gift card, and then I'll say what I was going to say about that. Our next winner for the James gift card is Richard Yoakum. Richard Yoakum, you win a James gift card. If you don't live in Boise, again, let us know. Uh, we'll be in touch with you. Uh, the two that won last week, I forget who it was, and it was one of the Morales brothers, uh, I think hopefully you're getting an email from uh, 
Jaden to get your address and we'll be mailing that to you. But if you haven't heard from us and you want a gift last week or the week before, if you have not heard from us and you already won something, uh, reach back out. And I apologize for the delay. I finally got the envelopes and stamps and gift cards to Jaden. So those are going out in the mail today, I believe, for the previous winners. And we'll get these added to the list. So uh, if you do not live in Boise and you cannot use a James gift card, we'll switch it out for a Taco Bell one. We do have uh, a couple Taco Bell gift cards. We're going to give away three today. So one is going to go to... Daniel Pogue. Daniel Pogue, you're winning a $20 gift card to Taco Bell. We appreciate SON Management, the Nicolason family, for their uh, donations of the Taco Bell gift cards. Ryan Markham. Ryan Markham also getting a Taco Bell gift card. And our third and final winner of the Taco Bell gift cards for today is going to be... Burke Barton. Burke Barton, we appreciate you. So there's our six winners for today. We appreciate all you guys for being uh, supporters and sponsors of BNN, and we will be in touch on how to get your address so we can mail you uh, the cards, and uh, we appreciate all of you. And again, um, everybody gets re-entered every week, so you're eligible to win multiple times, and everybody is still eligible to win the grand prize, which is that trip for two on the private jet to San Diego. So hopefully um, you're uh, if you're on the fence about subscribing, do it now. We'll have uh, a couple more giveaways and then the grand prize giveaway coming up uh, next week as well. So um, appreciate you guys uh, for uh, hanging out and for uh, subscribing. And, and hopefully we can get as many of you as we can a prize, uh, including that grand prize. But again, just 50 bucks, BNN 50 deals, the promo code, and you can subscribe and be eligible for uh, the grand prize giveaway. Uh, really like the Cam Omar combo on the floor at the same time. Agree with you on that, Chris. Uh, it's Keaton says, uh, Stanley's going to feast on Cartier. They double him. He kicks it to one of the three shooters who are on fire. I could see that happening. That could be a big, that could be, uh, certainly an option. Um, CSU still isn't New Mexico at the pit, as Sam says. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the same things for Boise State tonight. Stay out of foul trouble, you know, not let anybody get super hot on the other team and make your shots as well. So it's going to be an exciting game. I think Boise State certainly has a chance to win it. And like I said, um, we'll, uh, we're going to tape most of the pregame show. I'm hoping to jump in live at the end of the pregame show, but uh, we'll still be uh, uh, on the air at 6 o'clock tonight. 6 o'clock tonight, we'll be on the air with the pregame show. We'll have our Abe Jackson interview. We'll talk to Kevin Lytle from the Fort Collins, Colorado. And I'm going to tape those interviews today. Uh, we'll get those to you, and then hopefully at the end of the show, I can jump in live uh, from Moby Arena. I'm going to be getting there a little closer to tip-off than usual, as I said, due to uh, traveling down this afternoon um, but, uh, we will, uh, do what we can. We'll still have the pregame show and then we'll have a short postgame show as well. That will be live. It just won't be as long as usual. So be ready as soon as the game ends to jump on because we'll be starting right away with that postgame show and get you Leon Rice and get you a player or two uh, before we have to jump off. So coverage will be a little abbreviated tonight, but excited to get to Moby arena. I'll still have a full article at bronconationnews.com, full coverage on Twitter and Facebook and, uh, tweets and things and posts throughout the game. We'll get you videos and all that stuff. BNN. Uh, once again, aside from Bob and Abe uh, on the radio side for KBOI, KTIK, uh, we, uh, Bronco Nation News, the only local media outlet from Boise traveling down to this game. So you won't find this kind of coverage anywhere else. Hopefully you're a subscriber. Hopefully if you're not, we can uh, win you over with the giveaways or with our, our coverage and our uh, commitment to traveling on the road and, and being at these games, uh, which nobody else, frankly, other than the radio guys are, are doing uh, right now. So appreciate all of you for uh, your support. Appreciate you for watching the show tonight. Uh, Going to jump off and, and tape the pregame show and get that ready for tonight. And we'll talk to you guys uh, from Moby Arena, 7 p.m. the broadcast, 6 p.m. the pregame show. Excited to get over to uh, Fort Collins and uh, should be a big one tonight for Boise State. Should be a lot of fun and uh, can't wait for it. So appreciate all you guys. 
Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk to you tonight from Fort Collins, Boise State, Colorado State, a big one. Full coverage, as always, Bronco Nation News, bronconationnews.com.